You're listening to the Shug Show podcast, strategically focused on the personal journeys of others. This season, highlighting health professionals of color. They exist and their stories are awe-inspiring. Listen in and find one to meet your healthcare needs. Find a mentor if you're a pre-health student and learn from a unique perspective. I'm your host, Shug, and I am so excited. Let's get started. You know, math just wasn't my thing. Um, then I uh, I spent a summer shadowing with my uncle, who's a pharmacist up in New York, and I liked the patient interaction aspect of that. So, you know, him kind of developing relationships with patients and really, like, getting into it and, you know, giving them alternatives to maybe the most expensive drug out there, maybe telling them more lifestyle changes they can do, little things like that. Um, that kind of steered me to the direction of medical care, more so, or, like, medicine as a, as a career. Um, but I don't, I just, I think dentistry kind of found me and the fact that also I had, uh, like braces and a lot of dental work when I was younger as well. And that I saw like a, a big change psychologically in myself, like my sister had braces too. So you can see like the change that can really have the impact it can have in people, um, from a young age or older people get like full mouth reconstructions and you see like these shows, like big makeover shows and stuff like that, where people get a brand new smile and like. They smile and they can't like believe it really. So I thought that was that would that would be a cool way to you know have an impact on people. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Okay. Mm. So um if you didn't do dentistry, what would you do? If I didn't do dentistry, I would probably be like an architect. Like some type of I would be super artsy, like I mean granted. I, I feel like, because dentistry is so structured now, I think looking back on it, I would probably just be like some wild, like freeform artist that like designs wild buildings and just travels, travels and like spends three months just off the grid. <laughs> like I'll be like some type of, I don't know, just like a very definitely, definitely still involved with the community, like doing philanthropic work and stuff like that. But I think there's not some sort of design would be what I would be into, like design. I'm I'm all into like, lifestyle engineering right now that's like my biggest thing right now is like lifestyle engineering so um you know as a kid like, i always had a passion for like drawing buildings and mm -hmm. like trying to design like cityscapes and stuff like that I used to play like little computer games where you like i forgot the name of the game like but you just basically like build a whole um city mm -hmm. i forget the name of it is, oh. what it was yeah like sim city it was, it was something like that but i used to love playing like little games like that and the sims just like like basically engineering, uh, you know, environment stuff like that. So I think that's something I would be really involved in. Um, and I think again, like I think that would be a good way to impact people, like changing the city and like leaving the lasting mark that that adds a character to a city or to a neighborhood. That would be dope to me. Yeah. And it's not too late, you know. I can go back and do it after I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was thinking that, like, is there any hope for you to like explore that, explore that interest, like, you know, after you become a dentist? Because I know, like, some dentists they they're also entrepreneurs. They also mm -hmm. invest big into certain things. And so it's kind of like, yeah. you know, like they're, they're nine to five and then they, they explore other interests. Is that something you would do? Yeah, no question. Without a doubt, I would definitely, you know, uh, you know, put my, put my hands into a few different things. And honestly now, just like, even with the experience of doing like future GDS and, mm -hmm. you know, traveling, going to different conventions and speaking and, you know, by virtue of just like your network, like all the people I went to school with, are getting into so many different fields and avenues that like 
if you have a good idea, why not try to link with them and, you know, use that expertise or use the connections they have. They can use your expertise and, you know, the medical connection you have and you guys can build something greater, you know. So I think it's definitely worth, you know, um, keeping that keeping that as an open option. Um, and always, like, granted, yeah, dentistry is, like, something I love, something that I'm passionate about, but it's, like, it's not the only thing that I enjoy doing. So, you know, you never know. Like, could be art, could be content, just content creation uh, in itself or, again, like, lifestyle engineering, man. I might just go off and be a yoga instructor sometime <laughs> later, yeah, you know, why just. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? Like, <laughs> do it all. Do it all. So, just got to get established first. And uh, I definitely want to complete this fast before I do, you know, start making major pivots into anything else. But always trying to build the repertoire of just like skills that I have as well as um, just exploring different hobbies and interests that, that might come to me. That's cool. Okay, so speaking of future DDS, can you talk a little bit about that and like some of the um, opportunities that it's gotten you or how it's um, helped you as a student? Definitely, definitely. So. Uh, Future DDS is essentially, it's a platform uh, that my roommate and I, um, actually a classmate of mine and I, uh, Tyler Brown, we put together, basically, we were trying to find a way that we could be a big brother or give a big brother um, or big sister nationwide to pre-dental students out there. Like somebody that we wish we had, uh, you could really ask the tough questions to or just really offer up advice that um, are tangible in the day-to-day, like the week-to-week of going through the process of being a four-year donor student. So, you know, we used to always go to these conventions or talk to advisors and stuff like that, and they would give you, oh, these are the grades that you need. These are the prerequisites you need to take, like little things like that, mm-hmm. whereas though you kind of just want to hear about the environment of the school. You want to hear about, like, how the, how the student-faculty uh, interaction really is. Like little things like that um, that we really wanted to do uh, – and I think it kind of came, it came together extremely like organically. Like one day we were sitting, uh, we did the same master's program together and I'm sitting in my room, I'm talking to one of my friends on the phone. I'm like, yeah, man, I just really want to like figure out how I can start pipelining students into dental school. Like more people just need to be exposed to it. And I hear him walk out of his room into the kitchen. He's just like, yeah, man, I think I want to do like some type of big brother, big sister, uh, you know, program for like pre-dance, you know, like somebody, so they just have somebody like they can tap into all, all the time. And it's crazy that that conversation happened to happen that time. So I like literally get up, I'm like, oh no, I get up, run out of my room, I'm like, bro, like I'm literally in here talking about the same thing. So we got off the phone, just like sat down and rapped and we just talked it out a little bit more and the visions actually coincided a lot more than we thought it did, uh, you know, initially. And it just turned in, obviously after we got into the same dental school, first week of school, we're like, man, let's just set up a camera and start, start talking, man. We get, we can't, like somebody's going to be interested in like understanding and seeing our progress from, the first week of dental school through to the end and they can gain something from just us speaking. So I figured that would be, we both figured that would be like a, a good way to leave our mark, so to speak on, um, on dentistry and, and this whole like pre-dental community. Like it was, it was a need that we, we felt needed to be filled and we've been working to try to do it ever since. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been following you guys for a while. I don't know if it was like from the beginning, probably not, but at least a couple of years, it's like, okay, wow. Like there's guys out here actually doing it. And I, I think like the platform is super helpful. I watch like a lot of your videos and like I follow you guys, see what you guys are up to. So I think it's like really cool that you guys had that desire to like mm-hmm. give back, you know, like reach back and pull up someone and pull up others, like while you guys are actually doing it. 
So I appreciate that. I'm glad you got, like, especially, you know, you being willing to talk about it and talk about, like, you know, the fact that that's something that happened just through conversation. You know, you guys were both yeah. in conversation. So it's like a real deep desire for both of you versus, like, you wanting, it, you wanting to do it and, like, trying to convince him to do it. And that's maybe not mm-hmm. nothing. And maybe you guys aren't consistent. So I, I'm glad to hear that, like, you guys both had that burning desire to help others. That's still- yeah, it was, it was extremely organic. And, it was, like, it, it just – I don't know. It just everything kind of fell into place the way it was supposed to. But definitely want to say thank you for, for you know supporting the channel and everything, and appreciate you. I'm glad it's been helpful. Definitely. Yeah, I um. So I've been like a I don't want to say like wavering, but I've kind of I wanted to be a dentist from like a small mm-hmm. age, and then I joined the military, and then I had an office job, and I kind of got away from it for a while so I was like oh you know I've been in the military for x amount of years I was in for nine and a half total but at like six years seven years I'm like wow I've been in the military a long time like I don't know if I want to start all over you know because at that point like the military is like a instant career if you Mm -hmm. put it that way so starting completely over and like every time I would shadow they would like give me opportunities to shadow at the clinic on base like yeah this is what I want to do this is what I want to do so (laughs) I've been like you know still trying to like get more shadow experience and stuff like that but it's been cool like you know in my feed and like on YouTube seeing you guys still doing it and like just thinking like okay, well, maybe I shouldn't completely give up on this. Like, maybe I shouldn't, you know, completely go away from something that I wanted to do since I was younger, so. Yeah, definitely definitely not. I mean, uh, you know, there's so many people coming from so many different, you know, backgrounds and have so many stories in dental school that it's like, that is going to make you unique in itself. Like, that, you having that whole experience in that background is going to build you up as not only an applicant, but actually once you get into dental school, like, setting a system, setting a regiment that you know will work for you. Like, that's hard for a lot of people to really be like, okay, I got to get up at 5 a.m. if I really want to get this stuff done. Whereas though you may be a cousin, you might not like it, so to speak. You know, you may not like, be, <laughs> you may not jump to it, or you may not be excited to do it, but you know how to, you know, basically implement that discipline that you need, you know, no matter what it is. If it's like, oh, I need to be in lab drilling two hours a day, you know, like kind of, Think of it like drill, you know what I mean? Or like, oh, if I need to get up, I got to study. Let me make sure I get up at 6 a.m. every day this week and make sure, like, I'm on my books for two hours before I go to class. Like, you you have, like, that type of experience. So, you know, like, don't – definitely don't look at it as, like, a negative or, like, a drawback, you know, being in the military and, you know, now thinking that you're late to the game. Like, you're not late to the game at all. Yeah. You're not – yeah, not at all. Just, like – as long as you have that passion, that desire to do it, like you, you know, you'll make it happen. And all you have to do is come, all you need is one person, convince one person to give you the opportunity. And that's all it takes. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, I'm glad you said that, but I think, um, like mostly in this last year, year and a half, like I met someone, she was prior military and she already like she already had a job she's raised children and she mm-hmm. just graduated from dental school and she just finished her residency so like meeting her I think it was just like you know it's never too late to go after something you really wanted because she said she had wanted to be a dentist since she was younger and like can you imagine like going like graduating high school joining the military and then having kids getting well getting married having kids having a career and then you still you know make it happen so 
yeah never too late that's always i always say it's never too late especially after like personal stories that she's amazing so i'm like very glad that you can if you want something like i feel like that's when you meet all these people who like believe in you and like Mm -hmm. want you to have it just as bad as you do so yeah that's pretty cool hey but enough about that so hmm what were some things you did as a pre-dental student um like your extracurriculars things you did to set yourself apart okay uh some things that i did i made sure i was involved with like community service um you know granted um you know we did a lot of community service through our fraternity um as well as you know just different organizations on campus part of programming um just different things like that also i did research while i was in undergrad so as a as a psychology major where we have to do a bit like a basically a directed study we have to take a directed study class so while everybody was doing um you know psychological disorders and different things like that i decided to scope my research within the field of dentistry and use it as an opportunity to actually do dental research you know so i actually took two semesters um basically trying to come up with my own um my own what's it called uh survey basically mm-hmm. i formulated my own survey and I put together uh, a study basically trying to measure the trust levels within like dental patients and why like why people don't want to go to the dentist, like trust and anxiety. It was basically a trust and anxiety scale um, of why like people didn't want to go to the dentist. Like was it they didn't trust the dentist? Was it they were scared of the dentist? Was it financial? So it was more beginning stages. Like obviously I should probably go back and do a little bit more research with it. Yeah. Um, but I just been, you know, I've been so busy uh, with that. But I think that was something that not only exposed me more to the field of dentistry and like the issues that people have with it. So it made me want to want to fall more like deeper into that field, but also it just, I feel like it made me stand out as an applicant um, showing that with any, with, with every opportunity that I got, I kind of tried to bring it back to the field that I was interested in most. And I, that's what dentistry was. So i um, doing that, you know, making sure I go to like FNDA conferences, make sure I go to uh, different pre-dental events that are around the city that are around you know, on your campus, like just show up to these things because you're going to meet people. You're going to meet people who are admissions directors. You're going to meet people who are students and you never know who these people know. You never know who they're going to give you a business card for. Like, oh, you say you, you're interested in going to, going to Meharry. Oh, like I know a third year there that's really cool with the person at admissions. Or I know that admissions director there. Or, I know somebody who works, in, a faculty member, like you just never know. So just that getting that exposure, I think that was uh, something I did and maybe it didn't necessarily set me uh completely apart um in it by itself but i think that uh along with everything else that i was doing you know working undergrad like doing a whole bunch of other things i still still felt like i made time to make dentistry a priority and that's like one of the biggest things like people focus on the grades which are very important like don't get me wrong grades are important uh don't definitely don't slack on that but you also have to make sure you're you're doing all the other things that are intangible like you know making sure you send the follow-up emails like really being on top of being having an active role and being on top of everything that you can do to make sure you're getting into school and granted like i wasn't perfect the first time like i didn't get into dental school the first time i applied Mm -hmm. you know and i ended up having to go do a master's Mm -hmm. me going to do a master's let people know that i was very serious about attaining my final goal of getting into dental school and being successful once i did get into dental school you know so it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta pick and choose like yeah I might have to sacrifice another year but 
in that year, what are you going to do? Like I decided to invest in myself and invest in, you know, instead of going to get a job and trying to make money mm-hmm. and, you know, live as a young, I mean, and granted at school, like I had some experiences. I did have a job. I had a job where I was able to fly around, but at the same time I had a job that was put me in a position where I could go to these conferences. Like I work for airlines. So I can go to different conferences. I can go, you know, visit a office here. I can go shadow a dentist. That I know here, like, you can do all these things that are really making you stand out and really showing that uh that on top of living everyday life you're making you're making sure this is at the forefront of everything that you're doing so wow okay that was um was a lot that was a lot that you were doing sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like from early on like it it seems like you put a lot of time and a lot of like dedicated um, habits into to getting into dental school and, and showing that that's your passion. And I didn't even think about, you said events, not just on your campus, but outside of your campus. I didn't even think oh, yeah. about, you know, going as a pre-dental student to those types of events and conferences and networking that way. And I think that, that this is some of the stuff that you said I had never heard of. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, you know, finding a really good mentor, that's one of the biggest things you can do. I had a really good mentor uh, from, like, junior year of, of undergrad, and they were really just, like, two mentors, uh, Dr. Casberg, Dr. Holloway. They really, you know, let me know about different events that were going to be in town, different different dentists that might be on campus, uh, different dentists that work in the city I was in that I can go talk to, shadow, uh, just, you know, get some, you know, get some knowledge from, like, Finding good mentors, again, like you never know who they know and what they can expose you to. So, Were these dentists that were your mentors or were they professors? So uh, one is a dentist. Uh, she's a dentist, but she works in diversity and pipeline and uh, people from underrepresented backgrounds into dental school. And then uh, Dr. Casberg, that's Dr. Holloway and Dr. Casberg, um, he is actually on the uh, staff at Tufts right now. When I met him, he was on staff at Indiana University. Um, but he, he was just really genuine guy. Um, obviously would shoot everything to you straight and tell you exactly what you need to do. Like you need somebody who will be brutally honest with you uh, about where you're at, what's, what are strong points in your application or in your profile, your applicant profile and what you need to work on and give you tangible things that you can do to actually improve upon those things. So as long as you're willing to work, like, I mean, these are two people that are like that, that I haven't found or that found me. Uh, but you know, there are people at pretty much every school and every city that you can tap in with, whether it's a dentist, whether it's somebody that's in the mission mm-hmm. at a school, like, yeah, you just have to find somebody you connect with, uh, the most. And yeah. Yeah. I definitely need to start looking towards that. Cause it's different. Like coming from like your, mil- like the military mentors are like very different cause they're structured, you know, just for the military and how to do this and how to do that. So I need to start, um, networking and, and getting out there so, yeah i met a bunch of dentists that are were in the military that they keep trying to get me to go i'm like really? ah, we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll see we'll see you know i'm, I'm thinking about it's on my radar but we'll see yeah. <laughs> well so okay so that brings me to what's your plan for the financial aspect of dental school because it's the price is rising so <sighs> You come up with a plan before you went or were you just like you know you're, you're still thinking about it what do you think um so the the price is definitely a lot <laughs> you know it's definitely it's definitely out of here with uh you know it's definitely up there but 
uh, at the end of the day, you got to think about the opportunities that you're going to be providing yourself. So um, I think of it as an investment in myself. In 10 years, like I'll have a secure job that I know for a fact will, you know, I can build upon, I can be more on the business side of that and be on practice management side. I can really be hands-on uh, with the day-to-day practice. I can go back and get special and specialized and work that way. So I think, yeah, granted, it will be, you know, a task to pay it back. But as long as you're coming up with some type of game plan to do it, then I think it'd be fine. And that's what I do now. Like, we all talk, we're like, we, we, we know the numbers. Like, we sit here and look at the numbers all all day, every day as students. Like, we keep seeing it go up and up every time you take a loan out or, like, every time you have to go to this conference, every time you got to uh, take this license exam. Like, that's another couple thousand dollars. And then this license exam. That's another. So it's like you see you see all this money being tallied up and you obviously you know that your salary in itself is going to be you know a solid solid salary salary and you'll be able to make a dent in it obviously over the long term mm-hmm. but it's a, it's like learning those little things uh of what can you do to help supplement uh you know your your income as a dentist mm-hmm. and that will that will help you you know combat the you know having to pay more and more interest by having that debt sit there Right. So, you know, I think now the biggest thing we can do is just start learning the business side of dentistry before we even get into the business of dentistry. Um, that's one huge thing that we're we're like working on a lot now and just talking a lot about like if you want to go DSO, if you want to go private practice, if we want to try to just jump out and try to open up our own practice. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of different avenues and just talking to people. Like you really got to talk to people that have been there and who have done this, like there are thousands of dentists out there who have been in the same situation where, you know, they may not have had as much debt, but honestly, at that time, they may not have been making as much as we would be making now coming out of school either. So that's a give and take to everything. And now like Instagram and all these other different avenues of being able to market yourself and make more money. Like people, I feel like dentists, granted, they're paying so much money to go to school now, but they also have, some of the biggest opportunities to make more money than they've ever made in the past before too so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i agree um i did see something earlier about florida having the dental school student loan repayment program that they're rolling out where you do like five well i guess one to five years in like an underrepresented area and you work on those patients for those years and then mm-hmm. you pay back I think it's like 50 grand a year is that something you would consider um it see that gets tricky because obviously I want to be I want to go back and work in under, underserved communities anyway mm-hmm. so if it maybe coincides with what I want to do then I would be all for it but I don't think I would sacrifice the freedom of moving exactly how I wanted to move uh to do that and you know you got to really read into the contracts of like if you're locked into this you know if you do five years is there like a non-compete can you not open up a private practice afterwards like there's a lot of things that go into the contract itself um and honestly it's like okay if you're paying back fifty thousand a year what if my loans are four hundred thousand right and now you're are you going to only pay back two hundred fifty thousand? then you know, uh, are, are is my are my loans outside of that still accruing? Like, or is my interest still accruing outside of that? Like, how? Like, you gotta really look, read into like the numbers and the details of the contract. 
I mean, it's definitely something uh, to look into. Definitely a, a viable option. I think it might be it might be good for some people. Um, but personally, I think I'd rather have the autonomy of being able to move freely and set up a system that works for me. Right. And and if and like I said, if that coincides with whatever area I'm in, I would never. I don't think I would just go to a place because they're offering that. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. But if I the place I go to has that 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 type of option available and it seems to work with what I'm doing then why wouldn't I at least explore the option of doing so yeah I'm not against it I wouldn't say that but <laughs> that's, that's understandable um yeah. so you said you wanted to work in underrepresented communities what do you mm-hmm. see yourself doing in those areas okay so a big thing I want to do is um really just increase the education um, you know, oral health education, oral health is pretty much the, the, the gateway to overall health. And like everything can go in and come out of your body basically through your mouth. That's like everything you do. Food, I mean, it's like a big mucous membrane, like just a lot of scientific stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, outside of that, it's like, it's literally the portal to the inside of your body. So if that's not in a good shape, like that's affecting your nutrition, like what you can eat, all these little things. And your nutrition in turn impacts your oral health. So it's like, why wouldn't you try to be impact your community in a whole holistic way? So that's something I really want to focus on is uh, how to increase the overall health um, through oral health as a medium of mine. That's like my, obviously my main focus or my main, uh, my main focus of like medicine or my main medium of, of helping people. But also like, why can't I put together oral health drive where I'm also, helping people with financial literacy? Why am I helping them out with, you know, nutritionists? Why am I not helping them out with workout plans? Like giving them at least a starter pack so that they can start making lifestyle changes instead of trying to put a Band-Aid on problems. And, you know, like it's, it's getting like, it's getting pretty pretty rough with like pharmaceuticals and insurances and stuff. And it's been, it gets complicated and some people just want to go like, okay, cool. Like this to make me feel better, cool. I'll just do that. But at the end of the day, it's like the longer you take to to make it, the longer you take to take action, the more expensive it's going to be on your end. So if I could start early and get more preventative care and get more lifestyle change and more holistic care uh, for these people in these areas who made this, you know, it's just not a pro- it may not be a priority there. Like if you really put something in someone's face and make it easy for them to do, then I feel like it'll be e- you know it'll be easy for people to adopt. Um, so I think, I think that's like one of the areas that would be most benefited. Um, obviously I want to like start, obviously, you know, like I said, how I started Future DS was pipelining people from underrepresented areas and people who who haven't had that exposure to the field, Mm -hmm. uh, to the field of dentistry. So, you know, whether it's like starting with middle schoolers, high schoolers, really just bringing them into the practice and giving them a tour, like letting them come shadow early, let them come like really just get exposed, whether it's like a weekend meetup and you just got all type of medical professionals around you're just letting them get get used to being around that like the environment and seeing people help other people and doing all that stuff is like I feel like that's a way that I can I can have impact in these areas as well and just you know some people will try to take advantage and just get the most that you know insurance will get or pay mm-hmm. instead of doing what may be uh, optimal care for what the patient can maintain themselves 
So it's not, it may, it may not not be the standard of care. It definitely may be the standard of care to give people an implant, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, you'll give them an implant, but maybe you should just tell them, you know, or may, not, not even, not even not giving them the standard of care, but they'll focus more so on delivering that implant than telling them things to eat to make sure that the rest of their teeth don't fall out. Or, okay, let me, let me, let me really drill like you flossing and brushing and taking care of the teeth that you have mm-hmm. and give you a partial denture because that's more affordable mm-hmm. instead of trying to drill an implant down. Right. Even though that, that may, that is the standard of care, you know, like obviously I'm going to present it like, if this is what you want, this is what I would suggest. But if, if you can't afford it, then this is your next best bet, but you have to do X, Y, Z. Regardless, you have to do X, Y, Z. That's yeah. the bottom line. You got you to brush. You got to eat better. All these, take care of these things first so you can avoid having to get another implant if that's just where you go or having to get a new denture made because this tooth fell out, like little things like that. So, yeah, I think, I think that's one of, the, one of the biggest things I want to do. And, um, yeah, just really like, I don't know, man. I, I had never seen a, uh, a black dentist coming up. And I think that's that's it's very crucial to have um, somebody like in your community that looks like you doing something that you've never never even expected or thought of. So uh, that's one of the biggest reasons I wanted to do it as well. I think that's uh, amazing. And I think you hit on so many points, like how important it is to really educate your patients and then how important it is for the younger generations to see you know, the representation, see someone that looks like them doing something that they maybe thought was unattainable or maybe had no idea about. So I think that that desire in you is special because not a lot of people see it that way. You know what I mean? I think, I don't remember if I probably didn't have a dentist either, but I remember I had a lot of dental work done as a kid and then I remember going to a career day and I remember someone drove me a drop excuse me drew me a picture of a tooth and then at another one they let me do um like put the trays in their mouth for an impression and so those experiences really young like was like oh wow this is so cool you know what I mean like so taking the time to do anything with me at, you know, at, at a career day. I think that's what helped develop that, you know, desire in me. So I think that's really cool that you would be open to that. And a lot of people don't do that. Like, I don't think there is, I don't recall any other, cause I went on a military base. So I don't recall ever going to like a private dental clinic and it being like, Hey, this is what I do. Or, you know what I mean? Like giving back, mostly like, you know, they're trying to make their money and they got patients. Mm-hmm like that so yeah I hope that you know you have these desires now I hope you know you see those through and like you help um like your classmates and other people under you like see the importance in it so you can really change like that whole like a whole community could be changed just by you know people professionals reaching back and saying like okay come see me do this or come see what's available or come see what's possible so Mm -hmm. Definitely, you gotta you gotta lift gotta lift the veil off of it sometime and just show people exactly what it is and what you're there for, you know. Yep, yep, absolutely. Okay, so I want to do something fun. So let's do okay. um, a name that smile segment. So okay, okay. There's only a couple, 
So, mm-hmm. Oh man, hope I, I don't hope I don't drop the ball on this one. <laughs> <laughs> the multiple choice, so it's pretty. Um, I want to say easy. But... Okay, let's see, let's see. Tap to my my memory bank real quick. All right, <laughs> famous smiles. Let's see here. Uh, okay, can you see my screen? Yeah, I can see it. Oh man, all right, here we go. That's my that's my man Barrio right there. All right. all right. I gotta go see. That's my man Barrio. Yeah. <laughs> that's a famous one right there. <laughs> good, good. Okay. And one more. Oh, who that right there? Ooh. Is that? Oh, is that Whoopi? Yeah, that's Whoopi. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, good job. Good job. So it's pretty easy. All right, that was a quick one. All right, cool, cool. I thought you was about to get real, real dirty with the smiles mm-hmm. on me. I'm like, dang. <laughs> Not this time. I think uh, maybe next time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. So I just have just maybe two more questions. Okay. Um, I'm trying to get this screen open back up. All right, here we go. Okay, so before and after I think starting, you gotta go to Can you still see my screen? Oh. Uh-oh. Let me see. One moment for That's so weird. That? I think it's uh oh, there oh. it goes. All right. So before and after starting dental school, perspective taking. So okay. how important is oral health in our overall, overall well-being? Immensely, immensely. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take care of the oral health, man. You gotta take care of your, that's the portal, man. I'm telling, I'm telling you, like, honestly, if you don't have teeth, like the, what, the things you can eat, mm-hmm. the, you know, say for instance, you got a toothache. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be want to chew on one side, then you put more stress on the other side. Now those teeth about to fall out. Then you're gonna have to get the other two taken care of too. Just look, man. It's a, it's a it's a lot going on there. So and on top of that, a lot of like systemic illnesses uh, that you may have get manifested in the mouth first. So we really like the gate. Yeah, we dentists are, are almost like a gatekeeper. You know, like a lot of because the turnover, you know, the cell cellular turnover within the mouth is so quick mm-hmm. that like. A lot of a lot of different pathologies and stuff like that present themselves in the oral cavity. Hmm. So you know, yeah. So like I said, it's 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 a, it's immensely, uh, you know, important to to take care of the oral health. Uh, making sure you're up on that. Um, yeah, and that's it. You know, they actually they have like a lot of this is a quick side note, but they have a lot of research now with systemic illnesses like diabetes and stuff like that, uh, related to peri- periodontitis or perio disease periodontal disease yeah so like deprobing deaths bleeding gums Mm -hmm. um you know teeth falling out having to get a lot of implants stuff like that diabetes and you know how rampant that is uh in certain communities so you know it's it's, they're they're starting to find links between a lot of diseases and how it manifests in the oral cavity so yeah that's a little tidbit but yeah it's important (laughs) 
Okay. Um, how you feel about yourself, including your appearance, matters. Um, how did I feel beforehand? I think, I think beforehand, I thought about it more. Only because I was in the phase where I'm like, man, I might be having an interview. People might think of me this way because I got locked or, you know, it's not that many black people in these spaces. Like maybe they just don't know how to, they don't know how to like really receive me as, you know. Um, so, you know, I thought about it a lot more beforehand, but now like thinking about it, looking back, I'm like, hey man, you, you go to places and spaces where you love and where, where you're wanted mm -hmm. uh, more so because, uh, honestly, I mean, you can you can go to places and go to certain schools and work certain jobs or do whatever to take it, you know, and I'm not going to knock you, take advantage of your opportunity, but at the same time, to me, it's just something I put a priority on. Like, I'd rather be comfortable, more comfortable in the space um, and knowing that I can just focus on doing my best work and focusing on the work outside of having to deal with a lot of the extra, you know, politics or, you know, people looking at you microaggressions little things like that so um and honestly it's like man you can't please everybody in the world like it's got you just gotta follow your own path man as much as you try to please everybody it's gonna be somebody that's not happy so man just just do what you you know do what you feel like you should be doing move how you want to obviously present yourself in a certain type of way to a certain type of manner articulate yourself in the correct manner uh and know it's a time and a place for everything um but at the same time, man, don't don't worry about what these people going going to say about you. Honestly, this is one thing. Before in my throughout my schooling, I've had professors really like ask you ask me like, "Oh, are you going to interviews like that?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "Yeah, with your hair like that." And I'm like, I looked at him. I'm like, "Bro, like you literally stopped class to ask me this in front of everybody." So I'm like, so now I'm like thinking about it. But literally, I'm just like, bro. Honestly, if a school don't take me because of my hair, it's a place I don't want to be. Right. I'm gonna let you know when I get in. I'm gonna let you know when I get my scholarship. And I just left it at that, like literally. And I'm just like, bro, like yeah. it was. Just, it just like, yeah, it just had. It like, it like, I was. Be, I don't even. I couldn't even know how to react to. It. I'm still kind of flustered about it right now, like yeah. just thinking about it. But at the same time, it's like you never know how people are gonna receive you, and it is what it is. Like I'm not here to really appease no, like please or appease to anybody. So. It is what it is. Like as long as I'm I'm learning my craft and I'm, you know, taking care of my patients and delivering the highest quality work. Yeah. Um, it's just getting better every day and yeah. Yeah, how I look, man. Yeah, that's a a tough situation to go through, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It, it, it was kinda yeah. tricky, you know, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, do you find yourself looking at people's teeth while they speak did you be oh, all, all the time yeah all the time yeah even before now all the time like now I, it's like a little bit more technical now I'm like oh what's my mind okay cool like I, I just know like the technical like technical things about it technical terms and like maybe what it should look like more but I always look at people's smile like I think that was one of the biggest things that got me into into dentistry yep. wow okay yeah, that's pretty cool. And so I have one last question. Okay, cool. So I saw Future DDS interviewed a dental student from every school in the United States. 
After all those interviews and all the information compiled, would you still choose Tufts University? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Dental school experience series, that was something that really, uh, it was really eye-opening to me, you know. Uh, definitely it was fun talking to all the students from different schools and learning about their experiences, what schools had to offer, but man, it's just like, I felt like I'm in the place I need to be. And granted, you know, there's some schools out there like UOP, they got like a three-year program. That's, you know, I might, that's something to look out for, you know, and Cali, you know, USC, Cali, you can't beat LA. It's a, it's a few few different schools, um, you know, I learned about um, that I feel like, you know, schools could learn from and kind of implement, implement themselves. But, man, from the people here to the class size to, you know, location, what, what they have to offer, they have, like, all the specialties here. It's like, I wouldn't trade coming here. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think I could see myself anywhere else, honestly. Wow, yeah. that's pretty, that's awesome. <laughs> All those choices, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like if you like, it, it, <laughs> it would be kind of hard to still choose your school and be like, you know, happy like I made the right choice, you know what I mean? Because it's a huge investment that you're making in your education. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, I did a lot of research beforehand, but I really think that people, like I said, two of my mentors, um, the two mentors that actually you know I work started working with an undergrad, Dr. Holloway and Dr. Casberg. When I was applying to school, they were actually here. So oh, I'm like, okay. yeah, I'm like, oh, this, yeah, I'm like, this, I feel like I'm at home here. You know, it's like, it's, it makes too much sense for me not to, you know, go to a place where people have been like investing in me before I even knew what I, I was capable of in, in getting into dental school and really being, uh, you know, a, a clinician. Uh, you know, they were, they just, they just seen something in me and yeah. them investing in, in me, it's like, whatever I can do on the back end, whether it's helping y'all recruit students, whether it's helping y'all out just on the day-to-day events y'all got to throw, like, I know at the end of the day, y'all genuinely have me, my best interest at heart, you know, no matter if it's something I'm going through scholastically, my grades aren't, something's going on in my personal life, something's going on in school, I'm just not grasping something, like, I know y'all will help me with the support that I need. And then on top of that, like my roommate from undergrad, he, not undergrad, my roommate from Barry, he's here. Mm-hmm. A bunch of got people that I knew from undergrad, they're here. Like 20, 30 people from my master's program ended up coming here. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. It just like everything just made too much sense for me not to be here. So, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's crazy because Tufts wasn't my number one choice at first, but yeah. after everything, yeah, after all this, it uh, ends up, it ended up skyrocketing to the top. So, yeah. Awesome. Yep, yep. Well, thank you so much, so very, very much for your time and your candidness. It's been a great conversation. I've learned a lot. I'm going to uh, rewatch this and take my notes. <laughs> Can't really get it while I'm in the conversation. But, um, yeah, thank you. Definitely. No, thank you for having me. This is a you know, a, a cool platform. I'm, I'm definitely interested to see how you continue to grow it. And, you know, congrats for, for you know, getting started with the platform and, you know, taking that leap, man. I know I'll be seeing you in dental school soon. So <laughs> if you have any questions or, you know, just need to reach out for any reason, feel free. You got my number, hit me up, you know, send me an email, whatever. And, uh, you know, I'll definitely lend a help hand the best I can. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep, yep, no problem, no problem. And, you know, for anybody out there, 
tune into the Shug Show. Go ahead and plug yourself. Hold on. What's your, what's your Instagram? Uh, at the Shug Show. At the Shug Show. You hear it? <laughs> you heard it first. <laughs> All right, now. See you.